Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and today's episode is one of those foundational episodes. This is episode number 71. 72, which comes out next week, is going to be a great complement to this one to help you keep your foundation solid. Today, we are discussing the five most important online tools you need in your business. These are tools that your business just couldn't run without. These are fundamentals and they are where proficiency is required because they are going to be touched on on a regular basis. So if I mention a tool inside here right now and you're thinking, I can't be proficient at that. That's somebody that you can hire out as a freelancer or as a team member so that they can be proficient with that tool. It is that important to the growth and profitability of your business for these tools to have the attention that they deserve. The first of these tools is your online home, that is, your website. Your website must live on its own domain, but it can be either a self-hosted WordPress site or a hosted solution, you know, with tools like Squarespace or Wix or Weebly or even a builder through your hosting platform. In fact, you could even use another tool, another hosted platform that sits at the root of your own business domain that can be your home. So it doesn't have to be overly complicated. If you want to keep things super simple, then you may want to explore that type of option. It truly doesn't matter how your website is constructed. It matters more that you have a consistent and reliable home base, which can be the central hub for all of your online spokes. Your website can do a lot for you, but regardless of where things are at with regards to SEO and content marketing, having a place to call home online is super important. I'm saying have a one-page website that just is a home base. It could link out to all of your social media and that be it. It could link to your email address and that be it. Meaning that on that page it says, hey, this website is under construction. Click this button and send me an email. I'm saying get used to having a online home base. Of course, for the tech of business, the website is techofbusiness.com. I can reliably and consistently share the website URL, techofbusiness.com, wherever I go, even if it's just in a casual conversation. When people land there, they get it. They understand what I'm doing. And that's the point of your website. Now, if you're not on a self-hosted WordPress website and you want to delve into SEO and content marketing, Make a plan to migrate your site within the next 6 to 12 months. Put that on the calendar now and commit to it so that you can add SEO and content marketing to your structure of your business. That migration will boost your ability to leverage both of those techniques. SEO and content marketing are huge, huge benefits of WordPress self-hosted. Let's not get 
too carried away. The key here is to have your online home base first. It is extremely difficult to run an online business without an online home. The next tool that your business requires is an EMS. EMS is Email Marketing System. We just did a series on email marketing, so if you haven't listened to that, scroll back in your podcast app to episodes 58 through 63. Again, we're on episode 71, so we're just scrolling back a couple of months. An EMS is an email address collection tool and a vehicle for sending out emails. Somewhere on your website, you'll have a simple form which allows a website visitor to sign up for a freebie or an opt-in gift in exchange for providing you with their email address. Now, the exact regulations as far as what you can do with that email address are beyond the scope of this episode. Be sure to check out the Can Spam Act and the EU GDPR regulations to make sure your email collection and usage are compliant. My job here at the Tech of Business is to make sure that you have the tech tools in place working for you As best as I can, I guide my clients to best practices with respect to email marketing and so on and so forth. And that's why I'm sharing the EU GDPR and Can Spam Act uh, references right here. When you're looking for and researching an email marketing platform or any piece of software really, it's not about evaluating the cost versus benefits as your business resides today. It's super, super important to put yourself six to 12 months down the road to figure out what you want to invest your time, energy, and money in right now. These tools do not have an immediate ROI. And by being a little bit short-sighted, you may end up wanting to scrap the system or tool that you're using and go with something that offers more options. And I would rather you spend the time now doing it. So while there's nothing inherently wrong with any one system you may choose, the idea here is that you want a solution that won't be in need of replacement too soon, nor will it be something you cannot fully utilize for eons. My top recommendations are on the resources page at techofbusiness.com forward slash resources. The two EMSs listed are ActiveCampaign and ConvertKit. Both these solutions will work for you at the get-go and be able to support your vision as your business blossoms. Our third tool is more a family of tools because the exact tool you are going to use is going to differ greatly based on the type of business that you run. The family of tools is your content delivery mechanism. So I'm talking here about the content that you're delivering to your paid clients, customers, students, members, whatever you want to call them, this is the type of content delivery that I'm talking about here. If you are supplying your clients with a full-blown membership experience, you want to make sure that you are using a content delivery tool that provides that membership experience. If you are delivering a course, then a course delivery platform will do well. Now, if you are providing worksheets that go along with your one-on-one work, or small group program, you might not need any fancy tool to deliver them. You could choose to use your website or a cloud storage location like Dropbox. Or you could use the entry-level version of a hosted platform like MemberVault or Thinkific. I've mentioned both of them many times on this podcast already. The important thing here is to know that you have a home for all the content that you want to deliver to your clients. 
And for that matter, for your leads as well, because once you have an established home for your client content, you may use that vehicle for free content as well. I'm thinking here downloadables and I'm thinking challenges and mini courses and things like that that are for your leads rather than for your clients. If you have a strong established client content delivery mechanism, you can probably reuse that um, in your lead process. And you know what? Back in episode 28 with Amanda Thebe, we discussed meeting your clients where they are, tech-wise. And for that, Amanda chose her content delivery tool to be email. She knew that the best chance for her clients to be successful with her program was for it to show up in their inbox every week. When choosing a content delivery tool, be realistic with your time and energy and that of your audience as well. I believe that using MemberVault or Thinkific for content delivery is not going to steer you wrong. Right on the heels of delivering content, we need to discuss a mechanism for taking payments. This is your fourth tool. We can't exactly deliver our products if we can't sell them first. The two most popular flavors of online payments are Stripe and PayPal. And the biggest difference between the two options is how the transaction is processed. With PayPal, you'll have payment buttons on your website that will direct your clients over to the PayPal website to perform their transaction. And then PayPal will send them back to your website once that transaction is complete. The entire payment process resides within the PayPal website and therefore your business will not be in contact with the client's sensitive payment information. PayPal has become an industry standard and PayPal business accounts are free to open. From there, you are charged a fee based on the amount of the transaction for using their service. Stripe has approached online payments differently. In their case, Stripe transactions happen in line on your website. There is no transfer of the client from your website to the Stripe system and back. What this means for us is that it is now our responsibility to own and maintain the appropriate online security protocols. I love Stripe because it allows us to have our clients remain in our environment throughout the transaction. Stripe is also free to set up and just like PayPal, they charge a fee on transactions. In general, Stripe fees are slightly lower than PayPal, but because there is the overhead of security, they are pretty much a wash. If you have selected a tool like MemberVault or Thinkific, they have direct integrations with both PayPal and Stripe. Their integration with Stripe is likely what you'll see as native and what I would recommend using. This is how the online infrastructure of your business can get exponentially complicated. Suddenly, we're using MemberVault or Thinkific for both content delivery and brokering or payment processing. And seriously, this is one of the primary reasons I recommend having a tech stack diagram. It's important to know where things live and how they interact with one another. Let's boil this payment processing tool down to its lowest common denominator. Make it easy for your clients to make their payments. Simple as that. Let's work to stay out of the payment processing as the business owner. If your clients can self-serve this side of things, you can focus on over-delivering whatever it is that they have purchased.
The final tool that I recommend all online service providers implement is scheduling software. And for this, my top pick is Acuity Scheduling. I have three reasons for recommending scheduling software as a base level fundamental tool. The first one is that when you are an online business, you'll have the opportunity to have clients in other time zones. Scheduling software takes this into account. Your clients will be able to easily see your calendar in their time zone and make the appropriate decisions. The second reason is that scheduling software makes it so much easier to nail down a time that works for both you and your client. There is no going back and forth, does this time work, does this time work, oh what time zone were you in? So that's kind of complimentary but really it streamlines the process. And third, before our clients can become clients, many times we will be offering discovery calls or a other such good fit type calls. And it's great to be able to publish this availability and this opportunity on your website and on social media and in your emails. You never know where your next client is going to come from. And making it super easy for them to raise their hand and say that they are interested in working with you should be a primary motivation. And bonus reason for having scheduling software. There are built-in reminder emails in most of these systems, which greatly reduces the number of no-shows, which gives you more opportunity to connect and meet with your prospective clients and your active clients and maximize your workdays. With these five tools, website, email marketing, content delivery, payment, and scheduling, you have everything you need to run a successful and profitable business. Are you currently looking for more success, more profit, more organization with your systems and structures and within your online tools? Well, let's book your tech audit today. During our 55-minute session, we'll get into all the tools that you have in place and get your tech foundation squared away. Just go to techofbusiness.com forward slash audit, A-U-D-I-T, to get started. That link is in the show notes. Just click on the show notes in your podcast player and scroll down to the bottom to find that link. Everything we implement online for our business sets us up for future success. If you're listening in real time, it's summertime here in the Northern Hemisphere and we're officially halfway through 2019. What do you want to accomplish in the next six months? Do you have the tech that supports that vision? Or are you missing a fundamental tool? Maybe you even have extra online hoops that need to be eliminated to make things easier for you, your clients, and your team. Start with your website and email marketing. Once those pieces are functionally working better, then move on to streamlining your content delivery, payment processing, and scheduling needs. There are growing pains in every business. Let's tackle some of yours so that the rest of 2019 or whenever you might be listening is smoother sailing. I said smoother, not smooth, because we are always innovating and coming up with new ideas and sometimes we have to do minimum viable and get it out there as soon as possible. 
And be sure to tune in to next week's episode, episode 72, where I'm going to debunk five tools that people think they need, but in reality are unnecessary and are going to overcomplicate things. Thank you so much for listening, sharing, and leaving your reviews. I appreciate you so much. And don't forget, if you have ideas that you want me to bring up on the podcast that will benefit your business, just go to Call with Jamie, C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com and book your complimentary 15-minute call. And I look forward to bringing more exciting episodes to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.